Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go. Welcome to the KBJ after the show podcast. How the heck is everybody? We're good. We don't have grilled cheese. Oh, man. All of that. But we do have working screens. True. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Denny's, Suits, and Brian yep. hustling behind the scenes. They did. Well, that's what happens when Kevin slaps some motherfuckers behind the scenes. They get some shit done. <laughs> <laughs> the comments are always so funny. Kevin is so mad. He's not even looking at them right now. He's so pissed off at I, Virginia. I can't see. There's a screen in front of my face. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, Kevin was pissed a seven. But no, I, I it wasn't like mad, mad. I, dis- I disagree with that. Yeah. He just doesn't like it when, when we can't do what we're supposed to do. I don't think Kevin loves it. That, that it, Kevin yeah. don't get mad like that. We're very no. lucky Kevin's not a hothead. No. I, he likes his shit to go smooth. It is what it is. If, if one of those things happen once every so often, I yeah. personally think it's not a bad thing. There are a they, lot of people who liked it. They tuned, they, <laughs> they, they were. They, they tuned it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may have been one of them. You're, you're a fucking mad man. <laughs> I'm so here giggling. But Kevin don't get mad like that. No. Thank goodness. No. Because there's a lot of guys in radio that would have choked me. <laughs> <laughs> and we know some of them because you used to work with them because they choked you, Kevin. Yeah, I I've been choked before. By a host. They did radio yeah. a little different back in the they day. They did. They did. More intense times. A lot of cocaine and choking. <laughs> yes. They uh, go well together. Might have caused. One might, you know, cause the other. <laughs> well, you do too much cocaine. You're choking a motherfucker. Yeah, you can't help yourself. <laughs> Just got to choke a bitch. Choke cane. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, let me see. We got uh, an email here from Casey. He had said, hey, when listening to the show from the August 14th, I heard Jaybird say something that had me second guessing all of my life choices. Oh, damn. He says here, uh, during the whacked out news, Kevin was talking about the man who caught a blue marlin that sold for over six million dollars. He said during the discussion, Jaybird said, you know what happens when people sell fish by the pound? They start putting weights in fish. I realized he was quoting the last sound clip from the viral audio intro, and all I could do was sit there in shock. Here we go. This entire time, I thought the last sound clip in the intro said, we got beer and tits. (laughs) (laughs) 
which sent the crowd into a cheer. Here we go. That's amazing. We got beer and tits. Yeah, all right, here we go. Yeah, I mean, one could say that the cheering would be louder had he yelled, we got beer and tits. For months, I've questioned how y'all have been able to play that every time I hear it, but <laughs> it all makes so much sense now. We got weights and fish. You aren't playing the word tits over the radio. I'm just an <laughs> idiot who can't hear right. Tits <laughs> is one of those words you cannot say on the radio. We know that from doing it. We got beer and tits. <laughs> we got weights and fish. There we go. Here we go, beer and tits. Out of here. Yeah. Full clip. Yeah, listen to how excited oh. they are there for beer and tits. Can we hear it again? I haven't heard the full clip in a while. The video is great yeah. too. If you get a chance to watch, I'd never seen the video either, and I just had the audio. So when I watched it, man, the video makes it so much better. Oh, I love yeah. that. I, I I say that all the time. I'll be walking around my house and just out of the blue, we got weights and fish. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. That's right. <laughs> we got weights and fish. There we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Just chaos and cursing. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I, I want to hear it unbleeped. I just, I love that story so much because you can really hear. They, they were waiting to get those motherfuckers for a minute. Yeah, they knew. Yeah. They knew that something was up because those size fish shouldn't have been weighing that much. And I think I even asked uh, Suits about the store. I think there was. They, there was a group that kept winning and people go, how the fuck are they winning all the time? And they started to know. Weights and fish. Weights and fish. fish. Here we go. Vindication. I knew it. Michigan Mike said, I thought it was wings and fish. We got (laughs) wings and fish. Oh, that sounds delicious, right? That does. Fried wings and fried fish. It's like a night at Hooters. I'd rather have beer and tits. (laughs) (laughs) We know you would, Pumpkin. He don't like fish. I mean, beer and tits would get that kind of reaction. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. All right. Woo. (laughs) Angie in Hollywood sent us this bedtime story. She was reading her kid last night. It's from the Mother Goose Book of Rhymes. She came across this one, and it gave me a little bit of a chuckle. These were written in 1916, but republished several times. This is an edition from 1982, and you can see there the real Mother Goose. But there is uh, one page that uh, she has, and it is a... Girl uh, in old garb. It's some kind of like a flowy nightgown. And she's got her bonnet on her head and she's holding a cat in her arms. Oh. (laughs) It's called Little Pussy. (laughs) And it reads, Little Pussy. I like Little Pussy. Her coat is so warm. And if I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm. So I'll not pull her tail nor drive her away, but Pussy and I will very gently play. What? Wow. Cat pervert! What? <laughs> we got weights and fish! Wow. That, wow. That, okay, I know they're old-timey, but they don't know what they're doing a little bit on that one. It's well, 19, I, I just They I, didn't call it that. Yeah. They didn't call vagina pussy that? No, um, they didn't. Pussy's new, bruh. Are we sure? Are we sure about that? They did not call pussy pussy in the 1700s. I don't think they did. That's from 19 something. I'm just saying, even back then. I mean, think about back then. That's when they would have called it that. It was probably the hairiest that we've ever been. I don't think they did. Because if they did, they wouldn't have it in Mother Goose. I don't know, man. I. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, when when exactly did that uh, become a thing? 
I just feel like pussy would be so late to the game. It didn't arise in English with a sexual meaning until the 19th century, but prior to that, it had been used to refer to women in general in the 16th century. What are you doing now? Looking for some pussy. I mean, that still plays today. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're vulgar. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I hear it. I I, I hear a lot of people saying they're looking for pussy. (laughs) What are you doing now? Looking for some pussy. (laughs) Yeah. So, So but you're saying 19th century. So when they did write that, they did know what they were doing. Because I think there was a song. I remember we were playing that. In fact, we were playing on the after the show. There was um, some of those uh, really old, was it Ragtime? Uh, dirty songs from yes. the 1920s. It was ragtime and some of that blues stuff. Yes. And there were some really filthy songs that were there. It yes. Was, there was some yeah. bluesy filth yeah. that I love there it. There was one I remember. She kind of sang like this about Luce, a pussy. I think you're talking about Lucille Bogan was her name and yeah she was kind of you know like a blues singer love it back in the 1920s I told him I got a good cock and it's got four damn good names rough talk, rough cock tough cock cock without a bone you can fuck my cock or suck my cock or leave my cock alone oh baby honey I this all night long I mean, this is the 1920s. Damn. Fuck my cock, suck my cock, baby, until the cows come home. I mean, that's the cut right there. Does she say that she has a cock, or she's talking about you his? Maybe she's men. writing from the, see, from the perspective of like a man. That. They got a red big dick, just like a baseball bat. Wow. Fuck do it to me all night long. My grandma Dang, loved this song. What? Did you really? <laughs> I want you to do it to me, baby. Yeah, that's uh, until the cows come home. Somebody should beat mix that. I'm surprised. Yeah, like two live crew never covered it in the day. I got half I think a lot of people don't fuck with the rap time and the blue flow. shit, and that is where the sweet spots at, my friends. Snack pack. <laughs> We're working on a rap time rap as we speak. Sample, sample some of this stuff. How much we gotta pay? Talking about a bitch that's pretty crazy, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, no, she had had uh, several songs. And uh, I think the one that uh, really, if I remember right, that I think maybe we played before was it was uh, Shave Em Dry. Say, I fucked all night and all the night before, baby. And I feel just like I want to fuck some more. Great God, daddy, grind me, honey, and shave me dry. How about that? Could you have sex to this song? And when you hear me holler, baby, <laughs> want you to shave me dry. Wow. Hey, y'all couldn't, y'all couldn't. I got nipples on my titty, big as in my thumb. Daddy, you say that's the kind of woman you want, and you can make them come. Oh. How about that, huh? 1920s. They were throwing this down. Kev, they were filthy in the early 1900s. Yeah. That's when they start doing porn. I'm going to bump this at Pride Fest. Is that okay? I'm going to turn back my mattress and let you all my springs. I want you to find me, Daddy, till the bell do ring. Oh. 
I like to play naughty music when we're partying and I'm in control. This is a great naughty song. Yeah. So you could just get several. You and Panda could have sex in the song? No, but I would like to play this for shock value when I'm in charge of the music. Throw on a little Lucille Bogan. Yeah. Put this to a beat. This would be amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, till the cows come home and shave them dry. Moo. A couple bangers there. Those are bangers. Those could be amazing with a beat mix. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. So, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about when did the word pussy start being used for the female sex organs, that would be the question. It has been around for a little while, but, yeah, when they did that illustration, was it commonplace or was it just only, you know, things that really dirty people would look for was some clever writer going on oh, little, 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 little pussy Paul oh, pussy jokes most people don't know about pussy but it's uh, it's up and coming <laughs> it's definitely up and coming it's all uh, if you if they only knew how popular the pussy would be yeah <laughs> I say we're learning some stuff today aren't we yeah we are mm-hmm still don't have no grilled cheese though yeah nope. I did get an email from uh Long-time listener, I turned in your after-the-show podcast yesterday for the first time. Oh, boy. I'm going to say it's going to be my last time. Oh, shit. Aww. A lot of F words going on. I found it to be annoying and unprofessional. I'm no prude, but that show is unlistenable and a waste of my time. <laughs> well, good thing you didn't tune in today. <laughs> I swore a lot yesterday. I did. I, they, got, they got a point. We put a warning on it. You know, it always says yeah. 18 plus, not safe for work, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it's not for everybody. Yeah, I, I personally think there is a place for this kind of talk where you're t- talking like you are in a bar. I get it. Some people don't like the swearing. I, I, I'm trying to not swear as much, but it's fucking hard, y'all. <laughs> this is like the release after You've the- been saying that for years. I know. I, just, I have a bad mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. You can be that, and you can be this, and you're allowed to be family friendly, and then you're allowed to have a place where you're naughty, and you can exist in both of those worlds mm-hmm. if you're open minded enough to be cool like that. Yeah, I, I, I get it though. I, you know, yeah, well, not hey, everything's not for, for everybody. everybody. Exactly, mm-hmm. not for everybody, and uh, clearly not for you. <laughs> there's, there's always room for improvement. Oh, they'll come back at some point. The curiosity will get them. They'll be like, I just gotta tune back in. Well, there is a type of person that listens to our show that really, they are more of the squeakier side. And sometimes I guess maybe they don't tune into some of the shit we're saying on the regular show. They just think we're a little bit. And they, they do hear this like, oh my god, Jaybird said. Fuck. Sweet <laughs> Jaybird said fuck. Sweet Jaybird. What is going on? <laughs> Got an email here from Michael. He said, hey, I spent the last week liking a lot of the old KVJ videos, over about a thousand roughly. Wow. Thank you very wow, much. Wow. Thank you. He said, I've noticed some patterns. I'm OCD and very organized like Kevin, and a lot of the videos aren't in the designated playlist, such as the Weird and Whatever podcast, the ATS, etc. It's probably not easy to organize them since you have over 7,000 videos on your YouTube channel, but I have another suggestion. You should add more playlists. For example, there's none dedicated to FML or What's Your Price and the segments that aren't part of games, such as Kev's wife's neck tat. Loving the show as always. Longtime listener, first-time caller. Since I'm not actually calling, that doesn't make sense, but I've always wanted to say it. (laughs) 
Also, your average view time probably took a dive on a lot of the videos since I'm not watching them all the way through. I've seen all of them anyway when they aired, but apologies for causing that. No, they, they, you have very good points, whoever sent that email, mm -hmm. and we are aware of it. The problem is we're very understaffed. There are some playlists that are there. there we just did a pizza uh, vlog playlist, but for some individual uh, bits that we have, they yeah, they're, they're not all there. Because sometimes some of the bits get chosen to be on on that youtube page and if we don't do it for three or four weeks just we sometimes are understaffed mm -hmm. but yeah it, it's a great idea and we are trying to do as many playlists as possible yeah it's a good reminder that's it hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Got uh, an email from Matthew. He said, first, I think that Kevin showing the audience who he picked for Do It Bitch was a bad idea because when the polls were put out about that one question, whether the point counts... For the KBJ Nation and viewers to decide, a bunch of the nation likes to mess with Kevin. So they were voting against whatever would go against Kevin on oh, purpose. Oh, wow. I don't feel like the audience, I, I, the chat room, but I think they kind of like this. I think they, uh, they're going to do that, I don't think. Some will, but the majority, they're going to keep the purity of the game. If they think you lost or they th thought you won, mm -hmm. they're going to vote the right way. Okay. Maybe you should put it in a sealed envelope, though, to just keep the integrity of it. I think we should add four more layers to this bitch. <laughs> it's already a lot to remember as you host this thing. I'm like, I got to do what now? <laughs> Jump through this yeah. flaming hoop. And then put on a playlist. You need a secret envelope, and then you got to mail it to yourself. <laughs> Certified mail. You got to pick the winner but, a week ahead of time. But you got to call the mail guy, and he's got to stand out front of the studio, run down the hall, and then he's got to run back at the end of the game. Reveal it at 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get on a horse. What? So second, I love the neck tats on KBJ. Such a sweet moment. All the talk about neck tats, and now you three have to sport neck tats. I bet the queen is loving it. 
Yeah, she got a nice little uh, chuckle over it when I came Yeah. Home. What did she say? What did you say when she saw it? What was her reaction? I just said, yeah, it's what we did today. And so she loved it. She, you know, was all like, oh, it's cool. She, I, you know, she likes that we got a lot of content out of it. So she understands, you know, what it's like to try to come up with stuff that people engage with. So she, you know, liked that all that worked out. You know, and so she likes the, uh, she seems to like the tattoo. She's unfazed by any of the criticism. It really is amazing. You know, she went through and read all the comments and like every comment was negative and just trashing. It know. was ratioed, as they say. Oh, my gosh. And she read through the whole thing and seemed to, seemed to love it. So uh, it, it was kind of interesting. Uh, somebody in the chat was asking, what does Cannon think of mom's tattoo? My 13-year-old would die. Just curious. You know what? Cannon doesn't comment a lot on stuff. I I do wonder because he just doesn't say anything about it. And you're just, is he just building up scars and problems that one day he's going to unload in therapy when he turns 25 and just he's a shell of a person because of what he's witnessed in his life? I don't know. When he starts his morning show. Yeah. (laughs) Here's what my dad did. Uh, Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, at the start of the show today, when I walked into his football practice yesterday with the Queen, I hadn't really been thinking about it, and he often is just looking out of the football field, but he was kind of turned around, and he was motioning something to me, and he had his helmet on. I couldn't really tell what it was, and he had two or three or four other players around him, and they were all kind of looking up too, and then they started (laughs) tapping other people, and the whole team, next thing I know, is kind of turned around like – the hell am I almost like what the fuck are you guys looking at you know you started a whole thing you well and you know they get they get in fact they got in trouble a couple minutes later for not paying attention we're doing up down you are a big distraction it's a big thing that you got to pay attention when they're out there running (laughs) plays and you know pay attention they got a game in two days now does his crew and the people he goes to school do they know his dad's goofy radio morning show I don't know I, I don't know how much that ever comes up he doesn't seem like he ever talks about it uh, well, what does your dad and, do? Oh, he, not nothing. Yeah. They, <laughs> might, they might mildly know, but I don't. I don't know that they would be in the kind of arena where they would, you know, be listening to KBJ. So yeah, I don't know how much it hits or how much they care. And so yeah, he was pointing up. I'm like, what? and I'm like, oh, that's right. And so I'm walking, and the queen's behind me. We both have these audacious neck tattoos, and uh, they were all talking about it on the football team yesterday. Um, but yeah, he said, um, anyway, about the, uh, neck tats, love that you guys did it. Been a big fan since 2012. Thank you very much, Matthew. Appreciate that. Uh, Angie's got a thought. She said, I did want to say something about the tats that Kevin's wife and daughter got, you know, tattoos are seriously addicting. I got my first tattoo when I turned 18, a small one hidden on my low hip, Then more small ones throughout the years started popping up in places nobody could see. And when I met my husband, I had three. Now I've covered some small ones with bigger ones. And I decided to put two on my inner arms at 42 years of age. And I still want a few more. You know, my husband's kind of like you, Kevin. He never had a tat and he never will. Even though I tell him his calf leg would look amazing with one. He hates that I like to get them, but he knows that's just me, kind of like you and the queen. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. That's what she's grown into. And that's one thing she likes to do. Yeah, this will not be the only neck tats. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're done, friend. I don't think Who you're knows? done, friend. Who knows? I mean, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe it is. Because I, I do try to figure it out. Like, why do they keep getting more? But maybe there is something addicting about getting them. That I just, I'm just trying to prepare you for an eyeball or some kind of egg or something on just the throat area. Just be prepared for a design of sorts mm. all over the neck, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Just be, I mean, maybe. And then eventually when you finally break, 
We all will be getting a KVJ ass tat. I kind of do think you should get a tat now. At this point. At this point. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know that seeing those tats is really piquing my desire to have one myself. But you've done this show more than you've done anything else in your whole life. If you're going to get a tat, you should do this. Oh, I, w- I would cancel everything. If you said bird, if you called me up drunk mm-hmm. or FaceTime me drunk, bird, let's just fucking do it. I'm gonna, let's get a tat. be right there. They're not right supposed now. to give you a tat when you're drunk. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure no one's ever gotten a drunk tattoo before. And I'm sure they were all uh, of age as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a kid in my neighborhood who bought a tattoo gun on Amazon, and she, who was 15, was giving drunk tattoos to other neighborhood kids. I believe every word of it. Yeah, uh, Caitlin's French Cheyenne got a tattoo gun. I remember a couple years ago, they were getting drunk and they come home and they were tattooing dumb things on each other's ankles. That girl should not even say the word gun. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, she's a live one, huh? She's yeah, you got she to see is, on Saturday. She's full tilt. I yeah. would not have a gun nowhere near no. the neighborhood. No, uh, it's not not advised. <laughs> she yeah. was, she 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 tied one on the other night because she was at she was at the filming, and I walked out and my oh yeah on Saturday yeah. yes and uh-huh. I walked out and I think she's a little tipsy and she didn't know she goes what the fuck. When she saw what I looked like. She, oh, yeah. She was a little uh, weirded out. You had on your guard for the movie. Yes. Yeah, she had been pounding uh, White Claws, I think, since about breakfast. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was 4.30, Kev. Yeah, I think she went for about another 12 hours, amazingly. Wow. Yeah. When I you know. get Virginia to say wow. Right. She is next level. She is. Yeah, she is. That girl goes. She's the energizer bunny of drinking. Was she ever on Drunk Girl Trivia? I think Caitlin yeah, had her on once. Yeah. She was. Yeah, she was a few times. That's how she became Cheyenne that we know on the radio was because of Drunk Girl Trivia. Got yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has a pretty respectable job. I think she works in a law office. Objection. Like a, I know. She's like a legal <laughs> clerk or something. You're just like, it just because all I know is like weekend Cheyenne. I'm like, how does this <laughs> weekend how, warrior? How does this jive? How do you maintain? Well, it's a good thing because that girl will end up getting sued. And at least she'll have somebody right. to help her. Yeah, some legal counsel. There will be a right. legal case. I right. mark my words. They go way too hard and too crazy. You should always have a good lawyer in your life. You should. Everybody should. Yeah, Even no if doubt. they're not your lawyer. Oh, my dad pulled me out of so many jams when I was younger and in college. I would have been in serious trouble. But yeah, just knowing the boundaries of the law, he saved my butt, pulled me out of the fire so many times. Would he get you out of trouble because just the fact that he was a lawyer and that he would appear to like, oh shit, this lawyer, he knows what he's doing. Or would he really go to the letter of the law and get you out of trouble that way? He would go to the letter of the law. I mean, everything was, you know, on the up and up, but he he knew the bounce. And that's why really knowing the law does help. You know, he, he was able to get something talked down to this one charge I had would have been pretty extreme and he was able to, you know, get it talked down to this. And so, you know, yeah, it really helps to have a good legal mind that is looking out for your best interest. Justice is not blind. If you're squirrely. Your lawyer does matter. Oh, no doubt. The quality of your attorney big time does matter. Big time. It, it really is. And, uh, you know, I think when you walk into a court of law, you can't ever say never is never because uh, a great attorney can do something like that. So I don't know if you could ever get that confident. 
You shouldn't get confident. If you're walking into a court of law, you need to respect Mm -hmm. it and understand it could go any way. And you have to be prepared and you have to get the best attorney you can afford because Mm -hmm. the more they know, the less bad stuff will happen to you. I would do anything. Just one case. I just wanted one day in court where I could be like the main... No, Your Honor, you see, the reason why we've got the evidence in Exhibit 3... Why don't you make the next Halloween horror movie have a court scene in it? Can I get through this one, please? That's the closest you'll get. Can I please get through this one, please? (laughs) How's the uh, KVJ current Halloween horror movie doing? It's going. I got a Ralston shoot coming up soon. Okay. It involves Mm -hmm. makeup. Mm -hmm. Is it going to have to be green? He's not going to be the witch, no. (laughs) Kevin, it's terrible. You don't want that. Uh, don't worry. I'm never going to fucking put makeup on you again just because my sanity can't handle that shit. <laughs> it's you too think, much. You would think I was putting fucking lava on her. It no. takes five minutes and five hours of bitching and witching. <laughs> I mean, a lot good, of comments, with huh? With the dramatics. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, got an email here that was uh, talking about uh, the autism talk from yesterday. This girl said that uh, her boyfriend has outbursts that he blames on autism. His mom had said that he doesn't have autism, but he said, oh, she doesn't know. I do. And uh, Lexia from Illinois said, yeah, I just want to write in about the woman whose boyfriend might be faking the autism. I am a paraeducator for children with special needs, as well as a caretaker for adults with disabilities. And the new age of TikTok Doing this unlocking a deeper understanding of autism to the general public has almost sensationalized it. I'm 23 and an avid user of TikTok, but it's so invalidating to the autistic community. I've had close friends self-diagnose themselves or even ask me if they think that they have autism. I've also seen so many self-diagnosed people use that as a crutch for poor and abusive behavior. Oh, this is a thing then, and she's seen it. I totally agree with Kevin that therapy is needed for that person, the boyfriend, and anyone that self-diagnoses with any disability or mental illness. It takes away from those who actually do struggle. Okay. Amen. That's crazy. All this stuff that's going on on TikTok, man. Yeah. They got some weird but stuff going TikTok's on. TikTok's fun, but there's also a lot of bad stuff that's happening because of TikTok. I, I agree with everything you both are saying, but that stuff with the self-diagnosing and people faking stuff, or at least using something they may not have as an excuse for bad behavior, that's been going on for quite a long time. Sure. Yeah. Just now, things like a TikTok kind of shows it, shows it, shows it, you know, out, out in the light a little bit. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other thing they're doing on TikTok right now, that death meditation, that trend's got two and a half million views. It's the mindfulness practice that can involve wrapping oneself up like a mummy or imagining one's own death as a way to get over the fear of the beyond. Well, that's what I do. I practice death meditation, but I don't wrap myself in anything. But uh, George Harrison believed in it. That it's mm-hmm. a real thing because if you're a person that struggles with the idea of death, which I think that's most of us, the idea is to when you do, when you're about to cross over or pass away. You've been here before almost. You've been there before. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easier. The transition may be a little bit more peaceful. It's supposed to help out with everything, but I will say doing it can it's, it's, it's heavy shit, man. It, it makes, you, makes you think. Yeah. It can bring on depression and some anxiety. Practices can include imagining one's decaying body or remembering key life moments. 
The meditation is a form of exposure therapy that can help sufferers confront anxiety. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I personally believe in the practice, but I also believe that this is not for everybody. Okay. I think, I, I think Virginia would hate something like I that. I would hate it. He's right. Mm-hmm. For you, Kevin, I don't think you would hate it that much. No. Because you got balls, brother. Could be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Kind of go that path, see what that's like. It can be depressing. Dude, I mean, some people have a tough time talking about death. We talk about death a lot of weird and whatever, and I'll get one of every five emails. You talk too much about death. It's depressing. Well, it's part of it. It's part of the game. Yeah. Uh, another thing that's going on, on TikTok. It's a prank. Would you find this funny if somebody's came up and cracked an egg on your head? F- fucking spear them and i'm a pacifist okay <laughs> if it was a stranger i mean it would suck if my hair was like did and i was going somewhere and it was yeah. like you know i didn't want to have to go home and shower i really wouldn't spear them because i'm not a fighter but i'd be i'd be annoyed yeah what most of the videos are they come up and they kind of crack the egg on your head and then they pour it into a bowl but to your point it does leave a little bit of it's going to be a pain. I'm going to have to go home and take a shower and wash my hair. I can't walk around with egg head. Yeah. So if you had anything going on where you had to get somewhere or do something, you'd be like, okay, thanks, man. Appreciate that I detour. Mean, friends, I guess, is, is way better, but going up to strangers. But if they're doing it to strangers, they're not really it's doing not it strangers. Strangers yeah. is terrible. Nobody should go up to anybody as strangers and do anything anymore. Well, nine out of ten TikTok videos that do go up to strangers are fake. True. There'll be one motherfucker that's real. True. And he won't be around too long. He'll be in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's another thing that's going on on TikTok. All great stuff. <laughs> Hell in a handbasket, Kevin. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Sandy said, uh, my son Tyler is visiting Boston this week. How do I get the places that Kevin says are good? Uh, oh, Boston Ralston, tell yeah. us. Uh, we did have uh, something on the KBJ Show website. You go to kbjshow.com. I don't know what it would be called because uh, I would just do a search. Uh, maybe Kevin's Places or something like that. Suits, I don't know if you guys uh, have what it is. If they went on to kbjshow.com, is there a search they could do? Because I have maps for all the little towns that I've gone to and go partying with and whatnot. It's on the uh, Google Maps. And the thing that helps you out, like I would say with Boston, when I was there, I only had a weekend. But because I'd gone and I found all the cool bars, restaurants, all that stuff that I wanted to do, I found out that Boston really had about three pockets that I was interested in. Uh, Fenway was one, like the South Side Seaport was uh, the other, and then uh, kind of going up uh, around uh, a little bit uh, northeast in Boston is where I wanted to go. And that's where a lot of the bars were. And so I, I feel like I got to all the good stuff in a good amount of time. How would maybe somebody find it? Because I know I've got Nashville and all mm-hmm. kinds of different cities on there. I believe it's under your Kevin's Ultimate Road Trip list. Uh, I'll repost it to the top of the fa- uh, the uh, mm-hmm. website. So if Boston you search- was on there, you know? I'd have to check. There's a lot. Okay. There's, I mean, there's a ton on there. And you always send me updates anytime you find something new. Okay. And I always update it. We'll so. make sure Boston's on there. So go to kbjshow.com. Yeah, but I'll, right now I'll go ahead and pin it to the top of the Facebook and the Twitter. And make sure on the map you mark the spot where Boston Ralston made it happen. We should probably have a thumbnail of Kevin's O-Face. Oh, Just wow. to make sure everyone really knows. Way to do it, yeah. On that spot, because that's hallowed sacred ground. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. what Kevin got, you know. He got it wet. He got it real wet. Just As look at the Lennox Hotel, baby. <laughs> the Lennox, Lennox Hotel. Hotel. All right. yeah, that's, that's it. Oh, yeah. they need to be thanking you for putting them on the map. That's, that's, it. Sex. that's it, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, you can go and check that out there. 
right, uh, any other questions that you need the answers for, send it to us via email, mail at kvjshow.com. Y'all have a great Wednesday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.